0: Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank, and subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. This is the Shameless Mom Academy, episode 682. Show notes for this episode, including any links mentioned in the episode, can be found by going to shamelessmom.com and clicking on episode 682. <music> All right, let's dive into today's episode. Hello, shameless moms. Happy Monday. If you're listening in live time, it's Labor Day. I almost said Memorial Day. No, summer is behind us. It is not in front of us. And some of you might be happy about that. Some of you might be sad. All I care is that school is back in session. That's all that matters. So happy back to school for those of you who are like me and have kids that don't go back to school until way too late in the summer. We are all officially now in session and oh my goodness, so, so delighted by that. I think some of you don't go back till tomorrow at the very latest, but like you're there. You've made it. You've officially made it. You can take off your summer mom crown and put on your school year mom crown, which is different. It's different. So Anyway, if you're listening to live time, I hope that you're having a lovely holiday weekend here in the US and having some quality time doing something fun in the sun. And we're going to dig in today. And this episode is about, it's kind of a follow up to an episode I did about rejection a couple weeks ago. And I thought this might be helpful because it's, definitely something that I struggle with when I'm in a season of whether it's a season of like being rejected, like putting myself out there and having people say no, which is definitely what I talked about a couple weeks ago, or it's just a season of trying things that aren't working. So it's not necessarily rejection, but it's just feeling like, oh my gosh, like why is nothing working the way I want it to or in my favor right now? And I think that we all have those moments and times and days and weeks and months where we're like, None of it's working, none of it's working, whether it's motherhood or a relationship or our jobs. And sometimes when we get into that space feeling like none of it is working, we really start to work against ourselves. And I know I'm guilty of this and I have to call myself out on it all the time. So I thought, how about I talk about this on the show? And it will help some of you. I think the way that it's helped me as I've become more conscious of this behavior in my own life, in my own world. So when we get frustrated or overwhelmed, or we feel the universe is working against us, we tend to drop our heads, whether that's metaphorically or literally. So I recently had a moment, which I described a little bit a couple weeks ago, where I got a no, this speaking gig that I really wanted. And I was like, oh, I just know it would be this like really magical fit. I was like, I know I'm a good fit for them, and they're a good fit for me, and blah, 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 but it didn't work out. And I literally dropped my head like on my desk when I got the no email, and I was like, oh, and they were really kind about it. And they said like, you're a great fit. And you were actually our favorite in some ways. And I was like, Oh my gosh, like this is just making it worse. So I dropped my head literally in that moment, like head dropped on my desk, but we also metaphorically drop our heads. And what I mean by that is like, we just shift like what we go after. And we when we let ourselves get frustrated or down on ourselves, or we have that sense of like, oh nothing's working out the way I want it to, we stop looking up, we stop looking for opportunities, we stop looking looking for new options. We stop getting excited about new things, especially if this has happened to us repeatedly, like we don't let ourselves get hopeful or excited or optimistic. So we stop seeing the good that is around us and we stop seeing potential and we stop seeing opportunity and we look down and we miss the magic that's right in front of us, if not passing us by. I'm only able to describe this really well and clearly because I've been there and when I feel overwhelmed or rejected or frustrated, it is easy for me to start to shrink and I have to really check myself in those moments because I know that it's in that shrinking that I become really fixated on the fact that I can't fix what's broken and that no one else can fix it either. And that never works out in my favor. (laughs) Like for, and if you've heard me talk about Carol Dweck's work around mindset, she has, Carol Dweck has a book called Mindset which is a phenomenal read. And she talks about fixed mindset versus growth mindset. And so when we are in that place of feeling like I can't fix this and no one else can fix it, that's our fixed mindset. And we don't see any potential or possibility or opportunity and we stay really stuck. Like that mindset is never gonna serve you. And when we can be in a place of like, this is hard, and it's been hard for a long time, or I'm frustrated, or I feel like nothing's working, but I'm gonna keep trying, or I know that the right thing is coming, or I know it's gonna get better, or I know I have the skills or the grit or whatever, that's growth mindset, acknowledging where we are, and also acknowledging that there's potential for things to be different. So when I get really stuck, and I feel like I can't fix something, and that no one else can fix it either, I'm not open to feedback. (laughs) I know this is going to be relatable to some of you because I was thinking this through and I was like, oh yeah, I'll talk about that for sure. (laughs) Okay, when I get stuck in these moments and I want to voice them to people, like my husband, sometimes the person that you're voicing these things do they want to be helpful because they're like, I love you. And I think you're amazing. And I think you can do hard things. And I think that you can find a solution because you always find solutions and you're really good at finding solutions. But I will tell you, when my husband says those kinds of things, I often am like, nope, you're wrong. <laughs> and sometimes he'll even say like, hey, well, have you thought about this? Or what about this alternative? Or try this way? or Or maybe it's not as bad as you think. And I am like, nope, it is the worst thing ever or that, you know, like I just I can't see around it. And that never serves me. I just get stuck on how awful things are. And I'm like excited to point out that no, it's really bad. Let me tell you all the ways. And let me tell you all the ways that everything is wrong and broken right now, like in all caps. (laughs) But then when I step back for a moment, typically a few hours. Later or the next day or often after a good workout, I can start to see how my husband might be right, or if it's my another loved one, if it's my mom or if it's a friend or whatever. Like someone else's suggestions or someone else's like check on reality. Oftentimes, I'm like, yeah, there was some truth to that. <laughs> Maybe I should listen a little bit. So sometimes other people have options for us that could work just fine, even if they're not the exact option or the you know our top choice. I say this to Vinny all the time when we're talking about meals because he's like so devastated by 95% of the meals I prepare because he wants every meal to be his favorite meal. Like, why can't we just have like pizza or chicken nuggets for every meal? And so I always am saying to him, I'm like, some meals are going to be like C plus meals where you're going to be like, no, nah, it's just okay. Every once in a while, you're going to get an A plus meal and then you can be like really excited about it. And the rest of them like, you just keep going. It's fine. <laughs> and But he's like, Why can't we just have an A-plus meal every meal? (laughs) So I think sometimes we have to check ourselves to be like, sometimes things are just going to be C-plus. It's going to be fine. Just keep moving. And eventually, like, eventually the next A-plus thing will show itself, right? This episode is supported by a podcast I want to share with you called Understood Explains. So this show is about navigating ADHD, dyslexia, and other learning and thinking differences, which can be so confusing. (laughs) And so every uh, season of the show is so this recently happened we were talking about getting a new car we need to get a new car we need to replace my car we've survived for part of the summer with just my husband's car and he has a Mini Cooper and, which is a little bit hilarious given some of, like I'm training for a triathlon and like carting my bike all over town inside a Mini Cooper it's, it's not working well and like going up to our cabin with the Mini Cooper like all sorts of different things and like it's kind of ridiculous we're blessed. It's worked just fine. It's done the trick, but it is not a long term solution for us to be a one car family with a Mini Cooper, especially with ski season approaching. So we're having to get a new car. And I don't get new cars very often. I'm like the person that gets real stressed out about this decision. And then it takes me a really long time. And once the decision's made, I don't want to make that decision again for like a solid 10 or more years. And so with this not being a planned expense this year and a planned decision, I'm feeling pretty overwhelmed by it. And so when we learned that we had to get a new car that we weren't planning for right this minute, I kind of had a meltdown because I was like, there's no good options. And this is a really like, in all reality, very objectively speaking, this is a sucky time to buy a car. And I'm sure some of you know that there's just like there's not a lot of inventory everything's really priced priced way over MSRP pricing in many cases so you look at a car and you're like oh that's the sticker price like that's okay let's see like what that looks like with our budget and then you go to find out like what they're actually selling it for and they're like oh just kidding it's actually $6000 more than that and you're like wait what <laughs> so it's it just feels like such a gross game so not a good time to buy a car and as we were talking through different options, it just felt like there's no good options right now. There's no good options. And like, there's not good options in terms of like, getting all the things that we want for the budget that we want to spend. But the other piece is that I feel like if we're going to spend a decent amount of money on a car, I want to feel excited about it. (laughs) So like, I don't want to be like, I'm going to spend all this money and then be like, meh, it's okay. <laughs> and I am not a fancy car person. I'm not saying I want anything super fancy, but I'm like even like we're looking at like Toyota Highlanders, which are they're very nice cars, but they're not like over the top fancy. I'm not looking at like, you know, new top of the line like Audi or anything, which is like the most commonly driven car at my child's school. So, I feel like I'm being fairly practical, but there's just not a lot of great options and I want to just feel excited about whatever we get. So, my husband and I are talking this through, and we've had some disagreements about it. And so we kind of had this like come to Jesus talk about it, where he was like, look, here's the deal. Like we could do this way, we could go that way. But here, like, we need to like rein in what we're thinking. Let's be really practical. Let's think about the other things we want to spend money on this year. Like we really want to go to Italy at some point, we were hoping to do that in early 2023, which we're probably not doing now. He's like, let's not like, get so bogged down by this car that we can't do some of the other really fun things that we want to do, which all that sounds really reasonable. But then he's like, so maybe we get a car that's like 10 years old. And I was like, dude, (laughs) we have a car that's 10 years old. Like That's my car right now. It's actually 12 years old. But I'm like, no. And as we were having this conversation, I was just like, completely shutting down. So he starts to lay out these options. And in my mind, I'm like, Everything he says, I'm just silent and in my mind, I'm writing the rebuttal, like why all of his ideas are bad, bad ideas. I would never consider any of them. And so he's like, well, we could get something that's 10 years old or we could get like instead of something with an optional third row, we could drop that as a criteria and like all these different things. And every single one, I'm like, nope, 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 you are wrong. That is bad. That is stupid. And I just kind of sat there silently shutting down because none of his options were my top picks for options. So I went to bed grumpy and quiet. But then the next morning, I woke up and I was like, okay, I'm not going to get a 10-year-old car (laughs) because it's not that much better than what we already have in terms of like, we're going to be in the same situation in a few years if I do that. And I don't want to be in the same situation in a few years. But I was like, okay, he has some good points on some things, places where I could make some concessions. And if we were to do that, there's actually a handful of options out there. And I was able to look up, I was able to not be like, so head down, focused on my frustration and focused on everything that was wrong and broken, I was able to look up a bit and be like, okay, maybe there's a way that we can do this, where I get something that I like, we get something that we like, that checks enough boxes that doesn't like, you know, get in the way of us doing other fun things as a family in the next year or two maybe it's all possible. (laughs) And so I started looking online, saw a few things, and I was like, okay, there's a few different paths here. So if you're a type A person like me, you might be quick to look down or to lock up or to lock out possibility when you feel like things are not working out for you. And what I want to invite you to do is look up. I want to use this analogy or this common saying of seeing the how to see the forest through the trees. So when you are in this place of being like really bullheaded and like stuck in your like type A, there's no good options kind of a mindset. All you can see in front of you is like a massive tree trunk and you're like there's no way around it. The only way is through it and I don't have the tools to get through it and so I'm just going to like stand here like banging my head on the tree or skinning my knees on the tree and not back up enough in order to see, oh, wait, I can actually take a lot of different paths that allow me to get where I want to go without this tree being right in my way. But we have to stop and pause and look up in order to do that and like step back enough to see that we don't have to go through the tree because there's a lot of ways around the tree <laughs> and there's a lot of paths when you look back or when you step back and you look up you can see like oh i could go to the right a little bit i could go to the left i could like i can go to the right quite a ways and then take a left and i could be in a completely different section of the forest with totally different options so when we look up everything shifts the options shift, the alternatives shift, there's options and alternatives galore. And oftentimes, they're even better than what we originally thought we wanted. And that's what I've started to see is I've started to like look into all this different car stuff and stuff I hadn't really considered before is I'm like, Oh, well, this actually might make a lot of sense. And Oh, I could actually be excited about this. Or Oh, I hadn't thought about this way. So we just need to look up. And when we look up, we see everything that is around us. And when you see everything that is around you, then you can see what is working for you. And when you can identify what's working for you instead of what's not working for you, now all of a sudden you have a whole different mindset in order to make decisions from. So I want you to think about when you were in that place, and you are looking down and you're in that moment, whether it is frustration, overwhelm, rejection, and you just feel like everything is broken and wrong and the universe just does not have your freaking back, what, how quick are you to identify everything that's not working? Are you the person that is like listing off, here's the 18 things that went wrong today or this week or this month? Or are you able to identify what is working? Now this doesn't bypass, mean that you bypass the things that are hard or you know that you ignore those things. But it means that you also identify what is working. I've gotten to experience this and really focus on this a lot as I've been training for a triathlon this summer. I swear I'm almost done talking about training for a triathlon. (laughs) This is like ski season where you're like, stop with your ski stories. Well, now it's triathlon season. So I'm doing my first triathlon. Actually, by the time this goes episode goes live, it will be two days after my first triathlon in 18 years. So hopefully it's gone fabulously. I'm done with the bulk of my training. I'm recording this like 10 days before the event, and I'm feeling really, really good about everything. But one of the things I was thinking about today, actually, is I did my last brick workout, which is where you do a workout where you do a bike to run. So you like ride your bike for X amount of miles or time. And then you immediately hop off and get right into running. And the idea of that brick workout is training your body to switch from biking to running really quickly. And if you've never done that before, your legs are absolutely cement when you come off of a bike and try to run. And so you have to train that like motor pathway so that your legs will actually move for you. So one of the things I've been doing as I've been doing these brick workouts, and as I did my last one today is thinking about what is working instead of fixating on what's not. Because when you're doing a brick workout, those first 10 minutes of that run especially, it is so easy to be like, oh my God, my legs. Oh my God, my, like I'm so tired. I'm. And for my case, I've been doing training in the heat more than I've done in 20 some years. So I'm often like, oh my God, it's hot. (laughs) Like the sun is shining on me. Like there's no breeze. I focus, it's easy for me to focus on like the things that are making it feel really hard. And that only makes it feel harder, right? This episode is supported by Nutraful. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. Oh my gosh, I am a heavy shedder. So if you are a heavy shedder, or if you are someone who's wanting to thicken your hair, I definitely want you to try out Nutrafol. I have loved using it myself. And I know multiple other people who've used it and have found great results. While many supplements rely solely on ingredient studies, Nutrafol clinically tests final formulations to ensure their efficacy. In a clinical study, 86% of women reported improved hair growth after taking Nutrafol women's hair growth supplement for six months. Find out why 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Go to Nutrafol.com. That's N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com promo code SHAMELESS. Nutrafol.com code SHAMELESS. can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter the code SHAMELESS at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com and use the code SHAMELESS, S-H-A-M-E-L-E-S-S. AquaTrue.com code SHAMELESS. So I've been really pushing myself to focus on what is working right now. So today, oh my gosh, I got off my bike went out on the run, I was running in an area I haven't run before. And I swear to God, every street I turned down was uphill. And I kept thinking like, I'm kind of familiar with the area. So I was like, I'm pretty sure like when I turn here, it'll be downhill or flat at least. No, like it was just up and up and up. Oh my God, it was wild. And it was so hard and it was hot. (laughs) So I was thinking like, this is my last workout. Why does it have to be so hard on this run? But what I had to focus on was what is working. So like, there was actually a bit of a breeze. And I was like, okay, like the breeze feels so good. And then I was able to find shade for a lot of the runs. I was like, okay, the shade is feeling great. And then I was noticing like, my knees don't hurt my knees. I've been taking such good care of them and doing like a lot of work with my knees, um, with mobility work and stuff to protect them because they are 40 almost 47 years old and I was like my knees feel good my legs feel strong I was just thinking through like what is working for you right now my back gets really tight on the bike so I was like my back feels tight but it does not hurt my pace felt good even though like my legs felt tired from the bike my pace felt strong and consistent I had music, and so I was like, oh, this song, I'm loving this music, like R.E.M., Shiny Happy People came on, and I was literally like singing and running down the street. So I was just really making myself focus on what is working right now. And as I did that, I was able to feel better and better, and I was able to ignore the things that weren't working. I was able to ignore the fact that every time I made a turn, it was uphill again. Um, and focus on so many other things that by the time I got done with the run, even though it was like, for sure the hardest run I've done on a brick workout this training season, I was like, that felt great. And then I was like, good for you. Good for you for working with what was working instead of working against it. Considering that there can be like multiple ways for things to be good. And also sometimes it's not gonna be the best and that's okay, right? So recognizing that, Sometimes you're going to not get your first pick of options, or you're not going to get the best at most ideal circumstances. But when you look up, you can be okay with that. And you can see how other things are still working out for you. So things are still working in your favor, or that there's often multiple other good options. The other thing that you can see when you look up is that you can recognize and own and embrace. And I think this is so important to like really embrace this is that life is a series of twisty turns. It's not a straight line. And I am a person that wants things to be a straight line. Like I'm like, I want to become like a really successful keynote speaker and I want it to be seven steps that I can do in order. Like someone just give me the seven steps or the 10 steps, whatever, 30 steps, How like whatever they are, tell me what they are in order and I'll do them. And that's not how it works. A straight line will walk you right into those tree trunks that I was mentioning before. If you walk through a forest straight enough for long enough, you will run into a tree, right? So if you can embrace that life is a series of twisty turns and not a straight line, then navigating the twists and the turns is where you start to recognize and see and know that the magic is made. The magic is always made when you're taking those twists and turns where you're like, oh, well, I'm going to go right here. And then something happens when you take the right and you're like, oh, my gosh, I didn't know that's what was going to happen. Like, that's amazing. Or "Oh, I turned left here and I wasn't planning that. Or maybe you were planning it. But you're taking the twists and turns and you're not just always walking straight into the thing that's right in front of you. When we can do that and navigate those twists and turns, we get to experience that magic. And that's also where the growth happens. And that ultimately lands you in better places than you ever imagined. I want you to think about where you thought your life would be when you were really young. So I thought when I was really young, I thought for sure I would have a daycare center. That was like my life dream until probably high school for a weirdly long time, I wanted to have a daycare center. And so and I played daycare center all the time on our pullout couch and lined up on my baby dolls, like literally like in the seventh or eighth grade and would tell my sister, like, don't tell anyone that we're playing daycare still, because this is really embarrassing, but I love it. So um, but then in mid high school to college, and into my first three years of college, I thought I was going to be a teacher. And I was really clear on that and really wanted to do that and felt really good about it. Then I decided my senior year, I might want to become a social worker. So I was on this path, either teacher or social worker. And if I had followed a straight line through the forest, that's where I would be right now. I would be like my mom, having been a teacher for now, met my mom taught for 42 years. I would be on like 25 years, coming up on 25 years of teaching if I had followed that path, right? And there would have been nothing wrong with that path. I'm sure it would have been fine. But it was in having to move around some of those big trees in the forest that I became a personal trainer. It was being in a job after college for the psychiatric hospital for a number of years and then deciding like, I need to change gears. This is not working for me. That's how I became a personal trainer. And it was such a right turn But that then led me to being the gym owner, and then a podcast host, and then a leadership coach, and now into this new field in conjunction with podcasting and leadership coaching, but into corporate trainer, facilitator, keynote speaker. So it's in these twists and turns that I've landed in all these places that I would have never originally imagined. And that's where the magic and the growth has been. I'm so glad I didn't follow that straight line. I'm so glad that some of those things that I thought I needed and wanted and thought were the very best options completely blew up on me or fell apart on me, (laughs) just did not work out at all. That was like a series of blessings. So when you can start to see that, that that's the bigger picture when you get hit with obstacles or obstacle after obstacle, as the case may be sometimes, then you can remind yourself, oh, okay, I need to step back now so that I can see what are my options. I need to step back so that I'm not just throwing myself or walking myself right into this massive tree trunk, but instead I'm stepping back to see, okay, if I go a little bit to the right here, it's one thing. If I go a little to the left there, it's another thing. If I go sharp left, it's even something else. And what does all that mean? So I want to invite you to consider how you can look up When you're in those moments of overwhelm, frustration, you feel like things are not working for you, you feel your head dropping, whether it's metaphorically or literally on your desk, where can you, how can you look up to start to see that potential, the possibility, the options, and how some of those things that maybe weren't your top picks could be where the magic lies or could be where things just make sense right now, even if it's not the most magical or best option. So that's my advice for you today is to look up. Invite yourself to look up. Remind yourself to look up. Put a dang post-it note on your computer or on your steering wheel or on your mirror that says look up because that will support you when you are in those moments where you are so tempted to look down. I want you to look up. If you know someone who needs to look up right now, share this episode with them. Thank you. Thank you. I'll be back on Wednesday with a fantastic interview for you. I can't wait. I will see you then.